What's up, everybody? Jared and Chris back with another questionable podcast where we ask each other hard questions and have questionable <laughs> answers. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's our slogan for now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we weren't going to dive too deep into Game of Thrones. We didn't make this, want to make this, uh, you know, only a Game of Thrones podcast, but we just got to talk about that series finale yesterday. Yes, finale. How can you not talk about it, right? Yeah. So I guess we'll start off. Jared, what, did, what are your overthoughts on that, uh, that finale we had? <laughs> oh man, you know I've I, I struggled with Game of Thrones this season. I I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt. Uh, you know, I'll say the last season or the final episode of uh, the series, like it wasn't that bad overall. I, I kind of questioned some of the decision making. Uh, overall, I thought it was good, uh, but I think I think my point of contention is probably with some of the characters. Mm. Uh, maybe we can kind of get into that, but you know it's. What happened this season with uh, just FYI? If you haven't seen the show, like don't listen to the spoiler. <laughs> oh yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like with like Daenerys dying and like Jon Snow going back to the Night's Watch. You know, I didn't necessarily see that coming. I think I thought I saw Daenerys dying for sure, but there were some surprises. But we can kind of get into that character by character. Yeah, I'd say that I think I'm a little more um, pessimistic than you were. Uh, I'd say overall it was a very disappointing season for me. I think the series finale was not that bad um, in comparison to the rest of the season. I thought it was a, you know, a somewhat decent finale. Um, and it was a pretty good wrap-up or resolution to all the major climaxes that had happened in you know, the last few episodes with the two major battles. Um, but you know, all in all, I thought it was, it was not the worst way to end. I thought you know, thinking about season eight and the last few seasons after seasons one through four you know it definitely felt as if um the series surpassing the books definitely kind of left a dearth of source material for these guys in mind and the the writing definitely got weaker um but let's let's get into the finale yesterday um you know let's let's go character by character you know what do you think about what happened to daenerys uh Totally support it. <laughs> I, I've never, I've been, I've been anti Daenerys pretty much from the beginning of the series. I've never liked her character. I was never stomping for her. Yeah. Uh, so watching her get stabbed is something that I w- was looking forward to. Yeah. And so that was to me that was probably the highlight of the episode. Just watching uh, <laughs> Jon Snow like kill her. I think maybe it'd be cool if like Arya would have killed her too, but yeah. it kind of makes sense why Jon Snow did it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I totally, I totally get why he had to do it. Um, I guess my only problem is that I would have loved to have seen more of Daenerys being the Mad Queen, right? And right. Like, like if I have like a biggest criticism of the seasons, that it felt very rushed, oh, right? Yeah. So you kind of had like the last half of episode five where she kind of went mad. And then, you know, she died in the first half of the last episode. So you really just have, like, an, a one fool's worth episode of her just being kind of this deranged, mad person. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that in and of itself could have been at least three, four, five, maybe even a whole season. Yeah, I'd like, agree. I'd agree. Uh, that would be very fascinating, almost like a, like a Breaking Bad character, like Walter White, someone who was yeah. kind of like the protagonist who ends up being a very hated character. That would have been very interesting to watch. Yeah. Uh, so I would have loved to have seen um, that storyline drawn out a little more. 
but you know it's only six episodes this season yeah. so I'm I mean they, they definitely laid hints I think throughout uh, the rest of the series to indicate that Daenerys might have been going mad or she kind of has a, a brutal streak in her but you're, you're right I think the execution in this season fell a little off it seemed like there was one major traumatic event and then that's what caused her to, to kind of switch yep. and I felt like that was a little bit unearned I, I, I kind of knew that something was up once she reached the Iron Throne and maybe she touched it, but she never actually sat, sat down. On the Iron Throne. Yeah, yeah, and then I was right. like, all right, she, she's definitely going to bite the bullet here. Yeah. And you know, kind of a side thing that, that we briefly talked about was uh, the dragon. How, how intelligent... This must be the most <laughs> intelligent dragon of all time. He, he somehow looked at Daenerys and Jon with a knife in Daenerys' stomach and deduce that you know the throne was the representation and symbolization of like the lust for power that drove her, her its owner crazy, and then it melted the the throne. I just thought that was a little ham-fisted, you know. That that just seemed like way too much of a reach. It seemed like something out of Harry Potter, you know. But you're okay with like the concept of the, of the Night King? Yeah. I am. I am okay. I am okay with the concept of a a zombie king yeah. and a a psychic wheelchair-bound child. King and also the existence of a dragon. Period. <laughs> yeah, but, the fact, <laughs> but the fact that a dragon yeah, has was, logic. And yeah, it was able. I mean, I, I I thought you know a dragon is just a, a giant reptile, right? And reptiles yeah. are not that smart. Like it, it was just it seemed uh, kind of a, a stretch to me. But all right. So, moving, so overall, though, you you are you in favor of Daenerys being killed? I I, I thought I thought it made sense, and you know, okay, so let's let's move on to Bran, right? So I I think. Thinking about the overall story, like I thought Bran becoming the king, it actually made sense, right? So you had the the uh, the very um, non magical, very common uh, kings like that typically squabbled over power, you know, and then you would have the the other flip side of that, which is like the magical beings who didn't really care about all these you know petty stuff. And then they kind of with those with Bran, they kind of merged those two worlds, right? Like, and and Bran being the Three Eyed Raven, he he kind of saw, you know, the history and that that of of the entire Westeros, and uh, I think that makes him a great king. But ultimately, I think, although it makes sense from a high level, like a twenty thousand foot overview, I thought like again the execution of Bran's character was just so lacking, right? Like they they didn't develop him at all. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, and like. You know, I thought he would have been more instrumental in not just the war, but the overall story yeah. of Game of Thrones. And I think from what I've heard, uh, you know, George R. R. Martin definitely considers Bran one of like the five main characters of the books, right? And he definitely got shafted in the series. Yeah. So to see such kind of like a side character become king just felt kind of weird. Yeah. Like. Again, it makes sense, but like no, they, it they, doesn't make sense, <laughs> not at all. No, I was like I, after I watched last night's episode, I'm like looking around. I'm like, what did he do to deserve to be king? He didn't fight in one battle. Yeah, he didn't kill one person. <laughs> he, you know, he didn't use his powers for anything for any good. He just kind of he got a got a nice bird's eye view. Yeah, of the fight. He, yeah, he just kind of wandered off, kind of went in and out of consciousness. Yeah. And like he didn't. I mean, I guess maybe he revealed to Jon Snow that you know his true identity. Yeah, but, I mean, but like, I, like he, he would have. They would have found that out it's eventually. Like he, it's like he took credit for other people's work. Yeah, which is kind of real life, I guess. But still, it's like, <laughs> yeah, the, the the greatest uh, Game of Thrones player is the guy yeah. who's literally sitting all the time. <laughs> I, I was, I was giving it a little bit of hope because I thought maybe towards the end, you know, after Bran will be the king, or maybe set on some sort of Iron Throne. 
that maybe like his eyes would turn blue, suggesting yeah. that he's a night king. And like, that was those <laughs> theories. Like I was like, okay, maybe I that would be kind of cool, right? If, yeah. if the night king kind of he's a night king after all. <laughs> yeah, but I, come on, like I know. was hoping for some like mass reveal, right? Like yeah. I've been pulling these strings like this whole time, or he had some grand master plan, like. But they didn't really touch on that at all, like, and, yeah. and it just it, it it didn't it did feel great. Um, so let's let's move on to uh, to John. Um, what do you think about John's fight, or John, John's uh, fate? Uh, I, you know, I I've kind of lost a little bit of respect for John Snow because I'm like, dude, like, man up, yeah, like, dude, take the throne. Like, I guess he kind of man up and killed Daenerys, which you know, kudos to that. Yeah, but then I guess they, they didn't really suggest it or they didn't really talk about it. But I guess he kind of snitched on himself. <laughs> yeah, because why, why? the dragon the yeah. dragon flew away yeah. with Daenerys's body. He could have so just like said no, the dragon yeah. took Daenerys or something. Yeah, so like we didn't we didn't see him get arrested. Yeah. So I'm guessing after they realized the uh, the unsullied realized Grey Worm or whoever realized that Daenerys was gone, I, I guess Jon Snow admitted to it. I find it kind of odd that they they didn't take the time to show Jon being arrested, but they took the time to show Tyrion organizing the chairs in that that yeah. room with them. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. man, like. Yeah, yeah, that's so a point. I I feel kind of bad for John. You know he he's really when he was sent to the Night's Watch, he was just dragged through every major war possible. Yeah, and then at the end, after all he sacrificed, they just sent him back, and it, it made me think. Why is there even a nice watch anymore? You know, the, 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 there's a giant hole in the wall. Yeah. Um, the wildlings have kind of joined forces, and the Night King is dead. So there, is, is there even a point to the, the nice watch at this point? Yeah. The only thing I could think I asked myself the same question last night. The only thing I can think of is if they're setting this up for one of the spinoff shows that are, <laughs> that are coming. I get it, there's like five yeah. spinoff, Game of Thrones spinoff shows in the works right now. Right. One's a prequel. But also, I'm guessing one might could be that take place after Game of Thrones, and right. so maybe they're kind of leaving the possibility open up. So John is definitely hooking up with a wildling and having a child. Uh, like, I mean, yeah. I felt like you know Tormund is not gonna let him yeah. not get laid. Yeah. So you know, like I feel like you know the Targaryen line is it, it can't just be extinguished like that, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's got to be passed on. Yeah, he, but man, I, I feel bad for his character though because it's like just to be reduced, like you said, to go back to yeah to the Night's Watch, you know, basically kind of where he started the series. Yeah. And so the whole, if you think about, like, at the end of the day, what did he accomplish from season one to eight? It's kind of like... I, but, you know, he was always very hesitant, and he always tried to forsake the throne and his destiny. So this, in in, in, in some ways, was kind of the, the culmination of that, right? He left behind Westeros, more or less, and he joined the Wildlings to just kind of forge a new life and destiny for himself, yeah. which I found kind of poetic. Kind of sucks for the character, after all he's been through, but you know, it, it seems like in in this maybe sequel series, he he there might be more adventures of his. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess to me, I know if I if I had like one like lesson or takeaway from this is that you know you got to get yours while you can. <laughs> no, I honestly, it's like look, the Iron Throne was his for the taking. Yeah. And if you're not ready to step up and take it, yeah. whether it's you know whatever, not the Iron Throne is a metaphor for yeah. you know that job or that you know, that particular company you want to work for, whatever, like, yeah. you know, when the opportunity presents itself, you don't take advantage of it, you're going to get laid by the wayside. Sure. Uh, and so I guess in some sense that is kind of like real life is that, you know, when you're ready for something and you're destined for something, you have to know it and you have to take it. Otherwise, yeah. you'll be thrown away. You think maybe they were trying to subvert expectations? That, you know, all of us thought it was Daenerys or John going to take the throne and then, you know, psych, you know, it's Bran. <laughs> I, I, had, I had actually always thought that 
there could be like this kind of surprise character who ends up on the Iron Throne that maybe like Daenerys and, and uh, Jon Snow kind of both kill each other on like some type of murder suicide, yeah. thing, right? And then maybe like Tyrion. Yeah, I, I thought maybe there was a chance that Tyrion could end up on the Iron Throne. So we want this character who was kind of belittled throughout the whole season, the whole series, yeah. never really respected by his family. That it would be kind of poetic justice if he ends up on the Iron Throne. Yeah. Uh, well, he has the hand again. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. not a bad and, place and he, to be. You know, he was by far one of the smartest characters in the whole series and uh, I think the actor's name is Peter Dinklage like I thought he did a phenomenal job oh yeah he's great yeah. give him the Emmy or whatever yeah, whatever yeah. award I, I thought if there was one bright spot to this season uh, I thought it was him because I thought he was a phenomenal actor and he did such a great job <laughs> speaking of Tyrion when he uh, you know came to those collapsed caverns and, and found uh, the bodies of, of Cersei and Jaime mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I just thought to myself it's like man they weren't really buried that deep you know, like you, you saw the gold hand without even digging for it. Yeah. So if Cersei and Jamie were just kind of two feet to the <laughs> left, they would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I guess the weight of all those bricks, whatever, or yeah, know, yeah, yeah, would, would kill them. Yeah, and and they definitely looked, you know, pretty pretty for people who have been smashed by thousands yeah. of bricks. There yeah. wasn't too much blood or anything. Their yeah. faces were intact. And he, so obviously this happened in episode five. But just curious, are you satisfied with the way Cersei died? Uh, you know, I, I thought there would be some emotional uh, connection with, with Jamie and how the, both, both of those characters were perished. I, I would say it was pretty short in comparison to, you know, how she was being built up as kind of the main bad of the season. Like, it, it, was, it, was, com- it was somewhat not cathartic. Yeah. Um, but, you know, looking back, like her dying with Jamie, that that particular scene, I thought, you know, the, those two actors really acted the hell of that scene. They did a pretty good job, but you know, it, I wasn't too satisfied with it. Yeah. Um, maybe there could have been a little more conflict. Like, you know, they again they were building up Arya to be like a, this super ninja assassin, yeah. but in overall, it, it, it in that last, to. in that in episode five, she really didn't do much. Really? She was no. there to as like a point of view character to kind of witness everything. Yeah, like. Yeah, so to to get into episode five a little bit, you know, the whole Cleek and Bowl with uh, the Hound and the Mountain, like that fight really wasn't necessary. Yeah. You know, it was cool to see them fight, but like, you know, the, the they, they weren't protecting Cersei. Right. Um, the Hound wasn't really protecting Arya. Arya was kind of there and then walked off. Yeah. Um. And but ultimately, like the fight was pointless. The ca- the castle was collapsing anyways. Yeah. What were they fighting for? Yeah. Um. So yeah, it it, it was it was it was an odd episode to say the least. Yeah. So, so if you had to give this overall season a grade, I I would, would I would give it um, I would give it like a C. Yeah, I, I would probably agree. Yeah. Again, like I I don't mind with like the way the story ended, like you know with Daenerys dying, you know yeah. Jon Snow maybe being kind of banished, and like even Bran yeah. being the uh, you know being the king, which I don't really support. But okay, fine, I can buy it. Yeah. But it's just. To me, it's the execution, like because you only had six episodes this season, yeah, and instead of the more traditional, like maybe ten or twelve episodes, that yeah, it felt very rushed, yeah. And so I would love like to have seen this kind of elongated out to maybe one or two more seasons. Which, by the way, I was doing some reading. Like HBO actually asked the writers of Game of Thrones to make this. Like they had planned for this to be a ten season series, really, which may have been a little long, yeah, right. But the the writers like they basically said no. We're ended after seventy three episodes. And it definitely felt rushed. It, it shot felt, it felt very rushed, right? Uh-huh. Because when you think about the pacing of seasons, probably one through four or five, 
versus the pacing of the last two or three. Like it's 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 just so rushed. Yeah, the uh, characters in the last two or three seasons were like teleporting around. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like I had like whiplash, <laughs> yeah. like people going from you know the nights you know the nights watch to different islands and back yeah. and forth. It was it was all over the place, and you know like before this before the final season started, I told a friend he asked me like where would I rank Game of Thrones of all time, and I said well. If Game of Thrones nails the landing, then it could be the best show that I've ever seen. Yeah. But to me, they, did, they didn't nail the landing. <laughs> they fumbled the landing. And so I have to keep Breaking Bad as the best show of all time, in my opinion. Because yeah. it got better every season. Mm-hmm. I thought the, the season finale, series finale was excellent. Yeah. The story ty- storytelling was excellent. Uh, they tied up all the loose ends and uh, <laughs> just phenomenal acting throughout, throughout. But, you know, Game of Thrones is still... I'll probably go back and watch Game of Thrones again, maybe in a couple of years. Uh, I'll probably even watch the spinoff shows. You'll just get angry, man. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, overall season, you know, I thought was the execution was was the worst part for me. Yeah. You know what I found interesting was when um, uh, what what's that the 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 maester's name the, the big guy Samuel Tarley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he went at that that outdoor council, he kind of lightweight invented democracy, and they all laughed at him. They're like, ah, let's give the horse a vote. and the dogs a vote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of, you know, funny, like, if you reflected in real life a little bit. Yeah. And another part of that scene that I found really interesting was when Grey Worm, you know, yelled at Tyrion. He's like, you're you're not here to speak. You're here to you know be past judgment. Yeah. Then then uh, and then Tyrion literally goes on to give this like a five huge, minute yeah, monologue. Yeah, yeah, his huge monologue, <laughs> and then announces the king. In addition to that, yeah. So Grey Worm really really got the shot. Yeah, there. I understand. Yeah, like how is the prisoner basically can influence who the king would be? Like I mean, it was basically Tyrion who suggested Bran be the king. Yeah, right. They should have so, taped his mouth shut. Yeah. So I, yeah, there's definitely some yeah. some leaps in logic and stuff, but especially uh, I thought with Sansa, you know, making a proposal is like, what if we make Bran the king, but also screw you guys, we get to keep the North and yeah. make it separate. It's like, and that was like a third option that came out of nowhere. Yeah. So I think all in all, the Starks just came out on top, right? Like Sansa is queen, uh, Bran is is the king, king. Yeah. and then I guess Arya is going to be like. Christopher Columbus or yeah, something some, going somewhere yeah yeah she's probably gonna die out yeah. there maybe there's another series developed around her yeah I can see that probably yeah uh, but but overall you know none of them none of them died so I think the Starks kind of came out on, on top after being screwed so many times throughout the series especially earlier on for sure yeah but uh, you know that's that Game of Thrones uh, you know so it seems like both both me and Jared thought you know uh, it was it was a decent serious finale but overall this the season just kind of did not make up for her yeah for uh the, the rest of the failings of the writers this time yeah i don't know there's there's a there's a guy who started a petition last week uh <laughs> to have the writers to have hbo have new writers right. kind of remake the whole eighth season and uh i think the last time i checked they had like 1.2 million right. signatures uh, I'll probably add my name to the list. Yeah, one can only hope that yeah. they remake it. But, uh, so. you know, we got five other series to look forward to. Yeah. All right, well, uh, you know, I think that will be the last Game of Thrones-themed podcast that we have for a while. But, for a while. Yeah, until next time, uh, see you guys later. See you.